Bedroom Battle Pass. The Archives. Me and you, Season 2. Alright, let's kick it. Welcome to the interview section of Canberra Metalhead. You got Marky Malpas and JDK. We're joined here with the guys from Mattersphere. So, introducing the band, we've got uh, I'm Rob, Scotty on drums, cool, Brendan Blundell, rhythm guitar, backing vocals, nice, Eddie on vocals, cool. And uh, Rob, what are you doing? Yeah, sorry, leg guitarist. Awesome, man. That's good to hear. Um, I mean, and also we just heard um, Rainmaker as well. Um, you're speaking of uh, guitar, got some rad, rad little solo at the end there, and um, throughout the throughout the um, throughout the track, we can hear some awesome awesome uh, mechanics there behind the band. Um, you guys chose that as the intro to the uh, to the interview. I mean, um, how was it to sort of put that song together and give everyone um, give everyone a little bit of an insight into the into the track? Actually, the uh, Rainmaker was the first song that me and Rob actually wrote together. It was um, a combination of two songs. I uh, had the uh, lyrics and the melody, um, and Rob had all the um, uh, the music sort of geared up, and we just sort of mashed them together, and they fitted like a you know hand in glove. Yeah, and yeah. We just took mm. it from there, and then we um, showed the guys the next day, saying, "What do you think of this?" And and the end result was uh, what you hear. Awesome. Yeah, so it's good when like things like that just fit fit together so well, and that goes to showing the track as well. Oh, it was it was like destiny. It was just like yeah. it, it, it happened played. pretty quick, actually. It yeah. sort of all just locked in. Yeah, yeah. And um, like I heard some samples with rain and stuff like that. Um, did you guys pull those from like a sample or go out record? How'd you how'd you do all that sort of stuff? Actually, when um, we were recording it on the night um, in the studio, there was a big thunderstorm going on. So yeah. I think it might've been a little bit of that. I have no idea, but I thought it might've been a sample. Yeah. I can't be hundred percent sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it sounds like it was made to, made to, um, work with that song too. I mean, if you're having a thunderstorm while you're trying to record it as well, like it goes hand in hand with it. Um, and you know, it's like a cool story as well. <laughs> oh, it's a, yeah. yeah. It's a great song. Sort of meant to be or something. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's actually been uh, released in China at the moment. So oh right. Yeah, yeah. Only like the last couple of weeks that it's been released there. So, be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah, that's mm. it. Well, it's good. Like we we're, were talking before during the track about the power of social medias and having online mediums and things like that. I um, mean, it's pretty cool to um, to be able to release a overseas so easily um, now, and uh, find out you know how well it's hitting over 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 the other side of the world and things like that. I think China's sort of opening up to um, the metal genre, yep. um, so it's uh, it's sort of starting to take off because I think, um, uh, yeah, we still had to go through a vetting stage there, for, you know, to make okay. sure it was all um, legit. And yep. um, yeah, we passed the vetting stage, and now it's like been, yeah, it's going scatterguns over there at the moment. So. Awesome. Very yeah. lucky that uh, we had the help of the UK label to get through the censorship and everything like yeah, that okay. released over there. Yeah. Yep. So once that all went through the Chinese government and it was released, there was, yeah, really unbelievable. Yeah, big thanks to Dr. John's Rock Surgery. So, yeah, records. That was, awesome. Yeah, records, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they, they've done really well for us. Yeah, that's all. Well, I was actually going to ask the process. So, yeah, it's kind of like um, like a vetting process and things like that to sell over there, is it? Well, the UK label was lucky enough to score a distribution deal through China. Yep. Um, through, you know, their equivalents of YouTube or whatever else. Okay. Um, not too sure on the specifics there, but he's getting bands from across the world going into China now into that market. Okay. 
So we were lucky enough to be one of the Australian ones. Awesome. One of the first, actually. So, yeah, really lucky. Oh, even better at that. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Like, um, there's a little bit of a story about the track and also that you guys have um, some of the history of of what you guys are doing. Um, What about, like, the history of the band? You guys all original members? Um, I'm probably... uh, uh, Came up with... Yeah, I'm the only original member. Um, I started off in about 2009. Um, I just had a... uh, another guitarist at the time um he uh wanted to do some originals and i just sort of had been doing the uh the cover scene mm-hmm. like uh, most musos and just got sick and tired of listening to um i won't say the, the radio station but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah they um they were playing the uh, kind of music that i'd like to listen to yep. and so i thought i could probably write better stuff than what these people could yeah, yeah. so <laughs> um uh so i started doing something about it and um and then a little bit further on down the track, then uh, Caddy uh, came into uh, rehearsals without a guitar, and um, <laughs> he just wanted, I wanted to, to ch- suss he, the band out first. Yeah, he did. <laughs> because you know you go along and you see other bands, and you go, "No, nah, this is not my cup of tea," which was fair enough. But yeah, um, and then um, yeah, then me and Caddy, uh, we used to go to school uh, with each other, um, good old Darrell boys, and. Um, yeah, shh, shh, shh. Uh, <laughs> a but, long um, time ago. Yeah, long, long, long time ago. And um, yeah, so we, uh, um, the chemistry really worked between us uh, writing and it just like Rainmaker was the first song that we did. And we just, I, I knew straight away we had something. It was like, mm. yeah, this is, this is special. This is, this doesn't come along every now and again. You know, when two artists click yeah, yeah. On, a, on a musical level, you just go, yep, yeah, this is, this is really working well. And then, um, yeah, the album uh, came together, writing-wise, it came um, together pretty quickly after that. So, yeah, we sort of got a a routine or a a mechanism of writing songs, and um, it seems to work really, really well. So, um, yeah. No, perfect. It's always hard to nail writing styles, Mm. Um, right down to the point where, like, I've had bands that just say, we just just jam and then, like, find something that works, you know? It's like, so it can either be chaotic, structured, um, it, I guess it depends also on the type of music as well. Um, with a lot of the structure you guys have, it'd be fairly planned, I, I believe. Well, these days we um, spend a lot of time writing sessions where we don't actually jam them out. We'll um, sit down and work on ideas as a, as a unique unit. Hmm. And once we think that it's ready to be taken and shown to you know, other members or whatever else, mm. we'll jam it out and usually knock it out of the park, don't we? Yeah, we do, yeah. And it takes a little bit of, um, uh, especially, you know, like... Um, bit of chopping uh, and changing. Yeah, you chopping and changing because it all. sometimes when you're playing it, mm-hmm. um, it, it just doesn't feel right. And then you go, yeah, it needs something here or this needs to be changed here or and, or someone will come up with a, a, another um, idea or, you know, maybe a key change or do this yep. or do that. Um, and then once you play it live, it, you, you get the feel of the song. Um, but yeah, nine times out of ten, it uh, uh, the guys come up with the um, the music, and I just uh, structure it and then just put the um, the, uh, the words and the melody for the, the lyrics on top of that. And mm-hmm. then we generally flow it around that, and then then sort of massage it a little bit, and then out pops the song, so to speak. And they usually. Um, the one thing I like about Matosphere is that every song that we do doesn't sound like the song that we did like two songs before. You know mm, what I mean? mm. So you've got to keep. It's evolving. Yeah, yeah, you've yeah. got to evolve your sound and everything like that. And I, and that's what I like about our album. You'll listen to um, the first album. Um, we've got songs like, as you heard, Rainmaker, and then you'll hear songs like um, Into Your Eyes, which starts off 
fairly melodically, but then it kicks into a good hard rock song. And yep. you've got songs like um, I Believe, which is a, a classic um, uh, ballad, yeah. Um, and then you go to songs like Blown Away in 2012, which which are just classic, nice, hard rocks. Oh, I'd call them um, hard, hard rock, but uh, people mm. might call them nowadays melodic metal or yeah. power metal. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. I just, yeah, love music, but I love all types of music. So the songs are very diverse. We've got mm. another new one called Gods of War. Yep. And, um, yeah, I'd say that's upscaled a bit. Oh, you yeah, know, that's... It's got more of a, not so much a thrash feel, but it's... Yep. It, what do you reckon, Rob? It's got that sort form. of bit, yeah, theatrical or something. Actually, I, I have know. to say that now that we've just no. got our new drummer in, uh, uh, Scotty, um, he's like we've had a bit of a play with it with him, and he's just yeah, the way that he plays it, it's it's pretty damn aggressive, and that's what the song really really needs. It's a it's mm. a really powerful yep. um, uh, powerful song. It's got God's a powerful message on it. Yeah, it is. God's of war. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's perfect, man. It's like when someone brings like an extra dynamic to the band and can add like something something new. Oh yeah, Scotty definitely brings that. You know, as a, as the new drummer, he's just. Um, uh, Ever since we we uh, we only just got Scotty about what three weeks, yeah. three weeks ago, Scotty. A month yeah, there about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. As soon as he started playing, it was just like it was just like whoa. You, you, when you see Scotty play, you you pay attention. Like he he really knocks it out of the park. Excellent. Yeah. Have you had a gig with him yet, or you just been no, jamming? No, no, no. He's yet to pop his cherry with us for um for Matosphere. Yeah, yeah. So you've definitely got gigs coming up, and we'll talk about that in the gig guide at the at the end, uh, towards the end of the show when we um get into that. But that's a good tease. You got some stuff coming up. You get to um do your first gig, but I mean um so far it seems like you're clicking well. So what um what sort of jam stuff do you, do you have like a rehearsal spot at the moment? How are you yeah, guys jamming? Yeah, just I reckon we've just found the um uh one of the best uh, studios in Canberra, Vertex um, uh, Studios, it's out at Hume. Um, okay. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's, it's excellent. It's, it's got a great PA system. Um, it's uh, a big room that we practice in. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's just perfect. It's exactly what every musician should um, uh, practice in at least once in their life. Uh, and conveniently owned by our boy Scotty too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes well, it even so much better. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, oh, but awesome, I have man. to say, it's it's right up there. It's it's um, you know state of the art. It's really really good. Cool. All right. Well, that's good, man. Sounds like you brought a, a lot to the band, and um, you guys would be able to um, you know get some stuff down pat in the, in in a um, good location as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Cool. So um, running through with uh, yeah. So we've covered off like your jam, your songs, and things like that. Um, the um, so you guys mentioned that you guys started together um, both with like guitars and stuff. Um, you're fairly new to the band. How long you been in the band for, man? Uh, just about a year now. Okay. So um, when I met Eddie on a job, um, we got talking. He was wearing a Steel Assassin shirt. Um, as I am now, and um, <laughs> he gave me a CD, and I'd never texted a customer before in my life, and I texted back going, dude, that is awesome, I want to send you some of the stuff I can do on guitar, hit me up, and he said, how long would it take you to learn, I just said, I'll oh, give me a week or two, mm-hmm. and I had my first jam, and they said, yeah, come back, awesome. we like it. So, yeah. It was actually quite interesting to see that um, uh, when we uh, uh, were looking at Brendan to, to, to play with Mattersphere, um, he'd never played... Uh, live before okay and um, I must say that we you know we were a little bit worried about how we'd go because as you know some people um, they might be brilliant at playing at home but when they get out onto the stage it's a it's a it's different. A different it's a way different yeah, ballpark yeah. and some people freeze yep um, 
uh, there was no such thing with Brendan. He was just like a duck to water. It was just like he was born for the stage. It's yeah. like, it like, where the hell did this come from? You know, because yeah, right. he's, he's generally a really quiet sort of guy, but um, but he has a, a, a an alter ego that uh, seems to come out when he's up on stage, and it's just oh, I thrive weird. on it. Yeah, yeah. I feed off the crowd, and they feed off me. Yeah, that's it's, good, man. It's what I, it's about. We interact. Well, that's it. Like I get, I hear that a lot with um, performers that we've interviewed in the past, and. Um, a lot of the time people inside have that always but they just don't know how to convey it and a stage is a good medium to actually bring that side of you out um yeah it's it's the same with most performing arts i guess um but especially with music because you've kind of got like a rhythm to to get in sync with um things like that so that that's good to hear so that was your um for so this is your first um performing band has um anyone else got like other projects we'll start we'll start from left to right is there any other um projects that you've done prior to matosphere um well i've played in a fair few bands over the years yep um just doing gigs around canberra we never did anything in the state or anything like that yep but um they just sort of all fizzled out Okay. And then, um, actually, I think Edward's brother come and see me to uh, see if I wanted to join Mattersphere. Awesome. And then, uh, the rest is history, really. Yeah. That's good, man. It's like, yeah, yeah. A, lo- a lot of the scene's fairly tight with that. You'll get a lot of members that have been in multiple other bands or things like that. I mean, we hear it all the time on the show with, you know, you got the guys from Live Evil, which are in Wretch. As well. We've got a few members in Wretch yeah. and like crossovers like that. So it's good to hear that you know, um, got one solid thing that that keeps powering on, which is mm. Mattersphere. Mm. Um, what about yourself, man? Um, yeah, I've uh, drummed for a few projects. Um, I was drum for tun- uh, for Tundral for about three years. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm um, just jamming with mates on the side, you know, but I've got another little project at the moment with um, Chris Cannon, form- formerly Smeg, um, yep. Adam White, who's just you know, he's a um, good guitarist for everyone and anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so that's, but again, a totally different sound, um, different feel to this. So, yep. you know, I've got a pretty uh, broad range of, of tastes and styles, and I like to, um, you know, delve into all of them. So, it's good, good to have that release and, um, you know, yeah, capacity and venue to do so, so. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. No, that's good, man. Um, we, um, we were talking earlier about you know some of the the different bands are playing you mentioned smeg as well like i've seen those guys play recently and like um just seeing that range of um different styles playing on the same bill and then smeg smashing it out of the water as as everybody did mm. um so yeah it's good to have that common ground and like bands that you've played in that i know like things like that it's mm. a very tight-knit community with yeah all and everyone's so supportive of each other you know other bands you know yep. in camera and that's it's, it's really um it's really good and reassuring to see you know that the future is is, is um bright for you know the, the music scene in, in this town you know yep so yeah that's cool um as we mentioned before first first live performing band so um you know uh definitely paving the way for the future with uh with these guys so oh absolutely i mean i played um in garage bands in high school and whatever else never played live shows or anything but um i've always wanted to you know i'm in the mid-30s now and to actually be able to do it and to be getting out and traveling around and doing it is yeah you know something i love doing now yep Cool. And yourself, man? Oh, yeah, the list is long and arduous. Um, I used to play <laughs> for uh, oh, several um, cover bands, um, duos as well for the last um, 20 years. Yep. Um, played everywhere and everywhere, like um, 
did a tour of uh, Queensland, you know, just uh, uh, just doing covers basically. But um, okay. Madosphere was um, the first original band that I've um, that I've been in. Um, yep. And uh, yeah, I think one of our uh, uh, with this album, I mean, the uh, song "Hearing You," um, it went on to the uh, the US Billboard Hot Single Sales chart, mm-hmm. which was really impressive because uh, there were a lot of people that were on there that are, you know, your, your idols basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it stayed in there for 19 weeks, where um, uh, it was predicted we'd only get four weeks on there, and you know, we'd be lucky to get anywhere near the, you know, uh, to get onto the um, on onto the uh, uh, the list, um, but we we got all the way up to uh, number two, oh, and um, yeah, which was really big. It was a big thing, but um, uh, in I think it was July two thousand and fourteen. But um, yeah, I don't think it sort of made any any headwaves back home here, which is which is a bit sad. But um, yeah, uh, to get to on the US Billboard in, to begin with was like an, an achievement itself. Like. The vetting stage just goes through is just, yeah, it's pretty severe. Um, but we managed to get through um, by the skin of our teeth, and then we got on there. But um, yeah, to reach number two, I I thought that was yeah, like for our first there for a album. Few weeks as well. Number yeah, two. yeah, stay yeah, nineteen weeks it stayed on there. It was just like yeah, yeah, like totally you're blown away. Even the people that um, that put it on said, yeah, this has never happened before. Yeah, I right. said, what do you mean? He goes, oh, look, we thought four weeks, maybe even six weeks on the outside, but he said nineteen weeks in the charts and it's like wow he said yeah so um i think they're all sort of waiting for this next album to drop and and um to see where, where it goes from there yeah perfect man well that's a that's a great um that's a great rep to to, to be able to push to have that kind of like when you're surprising people that run the thing um <laughs> it's like yeah. making some waves and these are the who's who you know over there they're just going ah oh, this this should have dropped off ages ago there's something about this it's yeah yeah like, yeah yeah that's good Mm. perfect um so we mentioned before you know um traveling around being part of a band you've got um a few venues in town um have you played have you played at i've seen you guys obviously at the basement before is one of the 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 staples in the scene have you played any of the other venues around town oh yeah we played at uh, pj o'reilly's uh back in tuggeron like oh god that would have been 2014 2015. yep um we've uh i don't think we've played anywhere else oh we've done the transit bar oh transit bar that's right yeah we did the transit bar i have to admit the transit bar is another great venue oh yeah i mean that's just that's just the people there are absolutely great um it's uh it's in civic so you know you're always uh bound to get a you know really sort of um active crowd in there um, but mainly we do like Sydney and Melbourne. Yep. Um, we do a fair bit of travelling down to those. Um, uh, like we've done Steel Assassins. Yeah, we've done Steel Assassins. Um, we've what, done uh, Bangers thrash. and Trash. Um, yeah, we've done that. Uh, those two festivals. Um, but yeah, it's really it's 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 pretty hard to get onto the um, festival scene. Yep. But I'm um, hoping that that might change fairly soon. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've um, got the experience and just waiting for the scene to open up. Yep. Um, yeah, so yeah, Transit Bar's another good spot in town. Um, you've played, obviously, played at the basement. Um, they've, in the last 12 months, upgraded their sound as well. Um, and I love the basement. It's a great venue. Oh, look, it's it's only only getting bigger and better too. Oh, it is. It's just at the, it's just the stage. It's the people that go there. You know, they get into it. But it's also the uh, the um, uh, I I think it's the um, the PA that they put in there and yep. the uh, and the guys that are running. 
the, uh, yeah, the PA they, and the lights just do it absolutely. They do a um, a pro job as far as I'm concerned. They're just absolutely brilliant. Yeah, that's no, that's awesome to hear that as well. Um, the last part we'll run up with um, any like promotions and gigs. So we know that we've got the uh, you mentioned before you travel for some gigs. There's one in Melbourne coming up. Yep, um, uh, we have one we can't announce yet, but we're hoping to do that very soon. Yep. Um, and it's not going to be with anyone here. In Australia. It's going to be an overseas band. Oh, perfect, man. Well, yeah. there's a good little teaser. Yeah, um, absolutely. And um, to keep an eye on... Yeah. Um, Won't keep an eye on any other information than we that at the stage, we can't. Yeah, that's that's perfect, man. We'll, we will... Um, that's a good tease there to start and uh, just to keep an eye on your socials for when it is announced um, or, you know, for any further information about it. But the ones we can talk about is um, the Melbourne gig coming up on the... Um, 13th of um, 13th of April. April. This is the lucky 13th gig, yeah? Yeah. yeah. And uh, um, whereabouts that one at? Well, I started the uh, conversation with Dale Balfour uh, through Metal Evolution. Um, I had a different date booked in and I approached Dave and said, can you help me find some bands for the gig? Hmm. And um, Dave said, oh, how about you guys jump on this one that I've got? So we had a talk about it and I said, yeah, book it in, Dave. And there we are. Perfect. So, that sounds like it happened very easily. Oh, uh, No. No? No, there was a lot of work going on. Oh, right. So, I mean, to start off, I had to obviously had the, the venue booked and whatever else yeah, yeah. down in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, I just struggled a bit to find the, the right local bands down there to come and to play with oh, us. Oh, right, okay. And yeah, yeah. that's why I approached um, Metal Evolution and asked oh, for perfect. a bit of help. And, um, Dave's massive, up. supportive, man. He I've, is. I've dealt with him a bunch of times. Yeah. If it wasn't for Dave, like, we wouldn't be on that. Um, on the 13th one, I'd still be out there trying to find bands to play a different date. Okay. But it sounds like it... Uh, was um still put in some 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 hard leg work for it but it, it paid out in oh, the end off. yeah yeah for sure so that's on the um 13th and um the gigs of the lucky 13th gig as well um what's the venue that that one's at uh, that's uh, at the bendigo hotel um in collingwood in collingwood yep. and um obviously we're playing with uh demon head katana cartel um iron drive aromata 29 bones Matisphere's there. Who else is there? I have no Slipped idea. Slipped the top of my head, but there's a couple more. Oh, really there's cool a good bands. teaser for all the bands that um and 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 more. So uh, we'll uh be out. You'll be able to find that one in the um on, on the socials for you guys as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, on the Matisphere. Uh, on the Matisphere yeah. Facebook, Facebook page. Facebook page. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you've got um, you've you guys have got Facebook, obviously. Um, what other socials do you? Um, um, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Um, Instagram. Um, I think that's about it. I can't off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. Think of anything else, but yeah, that's those, a good start. So yeah. you can be found on um, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, do you have? We have a web page. Uh, we have sorry, yeah, we do have a web page. It's uh, www.matosphere.com.au. Okay. It's um, good to have like multiple sources of um, you know of promotional places that people can find you. Do you have any, like, do you have, like, a band camp or anything as well for, or a, 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 a Spotify or somewhere like that that you put your music? I think we're on Spotify as well. Um, iTunes. Um, oh, God, what else is there? Um, yeah, sorry, mate. I'm dear, oh, it's all good. You're in the uh, headlights here. <laughs> I just can't think <laughs> yeah. of everything that we're on. Because um, every time I turn around, it's like, oh, yeah, we're on this, we're on that. And, yeah, it's... Yeah, you, you guys are out there. Like, I can... It was easy to come across all your, um, all your stuff. And, like, you're definitely getting the right... Um, 
the the right you're in the right places to get um, people to notice you. So that's um, that's the first step, I guess. Um, and it's just about the uh, about the scene and things like that after that. But you guys are crushing it already. Like I've seen you guys play. It's actually I'm surprised it's been this long since we've come across each other's paths. But it's um, I guess we're at like episode 41 at the moment it's good to have you on the show within the first 12 months there's been so many bands just coming out of the woodwork over the you know time we've been running this show that have just been wanting to come on so it's good to finally have you guys because you're a massive staple in the scene so oh, thank you very much yeah, yeah no, really just, appreciate that yeah. yeah yeah no well deserved man well deserved so um you've got that gig coming up maybe a sneaky announcement later on um we've got the um we've we played um rainmaker before and then You've got a uh, track that you brought in for the studio for me to play at the end. Um, one that um, isn't on the previous album. It's a it's no. A, it's a, it's a, uh, the first song off the next album. Yep. Uh, it's called Hall and Ass. Yep. Um, it's yeah. It's a uh, yeah. It's basically if you like um, uh, fast cars, fast women, um, and just enjoy life, uh, and you like good rock and roll or good hard metal. Um, this is definitely it. It's it's definitely one that you just don't want to be driving at the time when you're playing it. Cause <laughs> it'll make you put, you know, pedal to the friggin' metal like I do. I always get if I get booked speeding, it's always because I'm playing this song. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That's a perfect reason to call it Hall and Ass because that's a that's a perfect track title for that. I know that sometimes I um, can't listen to certain songs while I'm driving. That's pretty much the exact reason why. So yeah, don't put this on. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll notice that, that blue light flashing behind you isn't a disco. It's actually the police. Yeah. The <laughs> cool, guys. Well, maybe there's a little shout out. If you're uh, driving while you're listening to this track, if it's via the replay um, available on iTunes, <laughs> make sure you hit pause and you're in your garage before you hit this track. Maybe just take yourself five minutes to sit in the car with the aircon on and listen to this next one before you head on inside. Or if you want to live on the edge, just turn that volume up. And <laughs> go, oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> cool, man. All right, well, thanks for coming in on the show. We'll uh, close out the track with Hall and Ass and... And um, it's been great having you guys in on the show. Thanks for having us. uh, Thanks for having us. Thank you very much. Make sure you... Yeah, make sure you get out and see one, see one of the Matosphere or as, see as many Matosphere shows as you can because it's uh, they're always going to be evolving, getting better and um, putting out awesome music as you're about to hear. So thanks for listening so far. Stick around for uh, Hall and Ash. You've been listening to the interview of Canberra Metalheads with Marky Malpas and JDK and the boys from Matosphere here on... Thank you. Rock and roll. Two double X. FM. Skate. Yucca. Yucca. Bam. <laughs>